Crit Apocalypse. Crit Apocalypse. What? Crit Apocalypse. Those are words. Yeah. That's a word we made up that we wanted to use as a title for this program. It's a real word. I found one instance of it being used on No, it's a fragmented word because it's Critica and then Apocalypse. Crit Apocalypse. Yeah. But there's like Critica and then Apocalypse. Yeah. Just like there's butt sex and anal sex. Mm, They're the same thing. Hashtag butt sex. I'm doing an X symbol when I say hashtag and I really don't understand why. I don't know. Anyway, what we're doing. We are going to talk about things. Firstly, how was your week? Mediocre. I'm tired. Well, how has your fortnight been? Uh, 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 very tired. Oh, <laughs> I'm uh, off work next week, so I don't care. You're off work next week. What yeah. are you going to do during your week? I'm going to get very drunk. Holy shit, that yeah. sounds fan-fucking-tastic. I'm going to download next week. You're drinking on your birthday. Yeah. That's going to be fun. I'm going to send you a text to my dick. Sweet. Although I'm going to do it by uh, Facebook, so it's not called a, it's not called a picked or a, or a penis selfie. Or a sext. Hmm. It's going to be a sessinger. Because it's on messenger. Ah, right. Sessinger. I don't need pics of Is that a plane? A sessinger? Probably. That sounds, like a, that sounds like a plane. I don't know. But yeah, we're going to talk about stuff. Yeah, we're going to review things. We're going to talk about stuff we've done, seen, listened to. Maybe. We watched. haven't done any music reviews yet. We haven't done any music. We've used toilet music? and porn, but we haven't reviewed We music. have reviewed toilet roll and porn. Yeah. That is true. Anyway. Technically, those women are toilets. No. <laughs> uh. <laughs> We're going to have the feminists after us soon. Why? Porn isn't empowering, it's just sneaky. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> should I review a thing and get this yeah. started? You're first this week. This train before, you, before you do your first review, Yeah. just, just are you okay? Yeah. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Honey, yeah, yeah. Let's let's just you know let's have a nice little because we don't I don't think we talk enough about non games at the beginning of a podcast about games. I'm not going to talk so. about games. Let's talk about ourselves. Let's talk about ourselves. I'm a second. boring person. You're not a boring person. Look at this plethora of life around you. The molecules of the universe are bending to your whim as we speak. All right. You are affecting everything around you, whether you know this or not. So you're affecting audience retention. That's what you're affecting. You never know. People might love this shit. Oh, like, right. we've never done this. That's the problem. We're breaking new ground. All right. Okay, so... And last time we, like, clocked in 50 minutes. That was one hour. Dead on one, one hour. Dead on one hour. We'll try yeah. to do the same now. But just, I want to... You know, let's let the audience get to yeah, know Dead us. on one hour. We just stopped reviewing dead on one hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should be like... And, you know, I really... B- <laughs> Let's just do that. Uh, but no, like the audience should get to know us because at this point we've got like ten followers, and we want to be friends with those followers. I've got like a hundred and four subscribers on the YouTube channel, which gets the most views for this anyway. Yeah, I've got Listens. like two hundred people on on Twitter. Yeah, same here. Two hundred and fourteen, I think, right now. So together we got like four hundred people. Unless we double that. I gained another YouTuber follower on Twitter this week. Did That's you? actually you know decent one. That game versus game guy. I gave the police another clues to our whereabouts. Ah, sweet. So we're both playing games in yeah. different ways. But um, but no, seriously, how how are you today? Tired. What? You're tired? <laughs> you hate this, don't you? Yeah, we're supposed to be reviewing Yeah, things. but you don't want to talk about stuff. Let's talk about the stuff, cause, because like, these people are going to want to know us, because we're two guys palling around. We freaking picked up sugar-free iron brew. It's not going to help me. We just watched a video with Shia LaBeouf making hmm. vagina symbols in front of his dick. It's a diamond, like DDP used to do, the diamond cut DDP. Or, or A diamond TM. upside down TM. is a pussy. TN. Remember from Ready to Rumble? TN. TN's Blast. Yeah. Yeah. TN. But do you remember in Ready to Rumble? You've seen Ready to Rumble? No. The John Cusack wrestling film. John Cusack, you got it wrong. Not right John now. Cusack, David Arquette. Yeah, who yeah. else is in that? 
Um, Goldberg's in it. Skatkan! Yeah. And, um, Skatkan! <laughs> what's his face? Who's what's his face? The one who played the king in it. Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt is in there? Yeah. yeah. Anyway, I'm going to review a thing. What's the thing? Not Ready to Rumble. Oh, let's talk about Ready to Rumble. It's a great film. It's not. You didn't ask me how I was. How are you? I don't want to fucking tell you. I don't care. <laughs> Alright, <laughs> right, okay, let's go. Let's I guess, go. right. Press it! First thing to review. Press the game! This week. Um, I'm not going to review a game. Okay. I'm going to review Konami. Because fuck Konami. Um, they've done all sorts of shit recently that's Wait. kind of bullshitty, shitty shit shit. Wait, before you, before you tell them what they've done. Why are you talking about Konami? What are, who are Konami? Konami? Everyone knows who Konami is. Well, no, look, just give them a little bit of background. Let's, let's inform people as well as review them. But I could in the process of telling them what's happened. So Konami are a company that formed in the late 80s? Probably. Started producing games. They're Their most popular series, probably Pro Evolution Soccer, Silent Hill. Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Contra. Solid. Contra. They, they were basically video games in the 80s and 90s was Konami. Yeah. Like, you go back and you look and you have Contra, Legend of the Mystical Ninja, freaking Castlevania. Oh, Goa Man. Yeah, Goa Man was Konami. Yeah, Konami, yep. Just all sorts of shit. And then you had, they had the license to Tiny Toon Adventures. Yeah. From Konami sprung bloody treasure. Yeah. You know, and we've got all those awesome games. They made Gunstar Heroes, one of the greatest yeah. Mega Drive games there is. Um, I mean, to say that you had a level of respect for them. Yeah, I love that stuff. Yeah. But now I'm kind of getting a bit pissed off with them. Okay, why are you getting pissed off about them? Because they seem to hate games. What's happened to them now? They love money. They've taken Hideo Kojima off of the Metal Gear Solid games. Yep. Um, they've cancelled Silent Hills, which was a license to print money. Yep. Which, you know, Guillermo del Toro was involved in that. That's like the, what, the third time he's tried to get a game made and had the company friggin' shut it down. Um, they're focusing on mobile phone games. Legend of the Mystical Ninja is now a character they use on pachinko machines. That's all it is. Apparently, they're lobbying in Japan to get the whole thing about um, gambling. Because it's illegal to gamble in Japan. That's why pachinko is so popular. It's not classed as gambling. It's illegal for casinos and stuff like that. So oh. they're lobbying to have that overthrown so they can move into the casino market. Yeah. Um, and mobile phones, what they're focusing on. So expect lots of like Castlevania free-to-play card games or some bollocks like that over oh, the next few years. I love Castlevania. Yeah. And you know they've always loved to chuck Metal Gear Solid onto all sorts of things they can, so that'll happen. Um, but I think this Metal Gear Solid 5 is going to be the, the end of Konami as we know it. Like, what is there after that? They've got a new Pro Evo game coming out. But that's about it. Like, they're dead. They cancelled that Contra game they were making that we never even got to see. We just got a teaser for it. Like, And just say so the anti-consumer, they're the only games publisher I've come across so far who has visual content ID'd me on gameplay footage. Not on... Sometimes you get a visual content ID on cutscenes because it's a CGI cutscene that's made by another company for them yeah it's outsourced same thing happens with music the licensed music is like you know sometimes the recordings are licensed to Sony or something and all that yeah. so sometimes you get music content IDs on the music that happens to be in the game or the video but they actually content ID'd me on the actual gameplay which is the one thing in the video under, under YouTube's terms that you can't content ID because it's transformative by its nature. It's yeah. under fair use. The experience can never be the same as like, someone else's. Yeah, yeah, but even Nintendo don't content ID you on the gameplay. Yeah, They well, content they, ID you on the music, yeah, they do which they own. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just this sort of thing, they just seem to be anti-gaming, anti-their history. They're just destroying their history. I, I really want, like, if they're not interested in doing their games on consoles and stuff anymore, and they just want to, you know, make these mobile phone games, they don't even need the IPs for mobile phone games. It's well known that uh, friggin' 
a mobile phone game that's got a license to it doesn't have any advantage over anything else. If you know people can come along and make friggin' Flappy Bird, you don't need a license. I mean, okay, okay, he relied on stealing artwork from other games, but like if they don't want those licenses, if they're not interested in releasing those games anymore, sell them. Like let Way Forward buy the rights to Contra. They did the DS one, didn't they? It was Way Forward, wasn't it? I have no idea. Or was it Backbone? I haven't played I Contra since the Mega Drive. I can chuck in Probotector later. Can play some Mega. Yeah, Mega Drive. Do you know how much Mega Drive Probotector sells for? No. About 150 quid. Oh, like really? just the cartridge. I have it somewhere. I yeah. Think. Give it to me, and I'll no, sell it. Well, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're just a mess, and Metal Gear Solid is going to be the end of it. I think that's done. I mean, I don't think anyone's going to be interested in playing a Metal Gear Solid game that Hideo Kojima's not involved in. After this, are they? Ah, uh, I don't know. No, I mean the only only Metal Gear Solid game without his involvement was Rising. That was good. That was made by Platinum Games. Hmm. Give them the rights to Metal Gear Solid. I don't think they. I don't think the camp thing would work with all Metal Gear Solid games though. Hmm. I don't think Metal Gear Solid's really been Metal Gear Solid since two anyway, or three. No, it's still Metal three. Gear Solid. No, it's Metal just Gear Solid Four. Sons of Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Patriots. Who cares? That was a good game. That was awful. That was a good game. That was terrible. And also, like, the attempt at, like... So, um, the attempt at the, the stupid, cute little robot, it's like, well, don't don't try and sneak a merchandising ploy into your <laughs> game. Just like the, the thing with the woman in just a bra and trousers. Quiet. Like, yeah. yeah. What are they doing? I don't, I don't yeah. really get the... Like, that thematically... I can understand people, people being angry. Like, normally I don't side with the people that are quite, you know, prone to jumping in on angry subjects, but... Like, I can understand that it doesn't service the plot to have a topless woman, and it doesn't service the plot to have merchandise that has squeezable so tits. Seen shit. Crying Free Man. That had a topless woman in it. The topless assassin, she was called. Yeah, but like that serves <laughs> as a distraction for the people you're killing. If you're a sniper, yeah. you can't even use your tits as an asset to distract someone. And she shouts so- over here first, <laughs> and then just. <laughs> And then, like, basically, she runs, but because the physics are so fucked up because they're all perverts, her tits are just slapping her in the face and the stomach, and she knocks herself out. Yeah. And then Snake goes She's up to her and goes, enemy. goes, useless woman. And then that's that's basically it. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, Konami are a mess now, and I think they're dead in the water. And I rate them one out of ten. I, uh, <laughs> I don't know. It could be saved. They need someone else in charge, because apparently the guy in charge of the company has no interest in games anymore what he does and he doesn't he's interested in money and they haven't made enough money because they don't bring out games regularly enough they're, yeah. they're looking at mobile games where there's a massive influx of cash but what they should do is they should supplement some of their income from the mobile games to make better console games hmm. that's the problem and they've had original ideas in the past the last two Silent Hill games haven't been good no. but they have ideas Yeah. and they have nice little nods to the other games and they respect the stuff they just probably shouldn't before. have made like what was it Silent Hill Shattered Memories on the Wii yeah that, like, I mean like that was just a remake of 2 or 1 1 yeah yeah and it wasn't even really a remake it was kind of it's a very loose remake yeah like very loose um, they played through that on Game Grumps didn't they oh, oh no through. we're not advertising someone else's yeah. channel right now we're trying to get you views everyone's channel. we're trying to get views we're trying to get views because R. Kelly loves us touch us in the arsehole Elvis Presley was an alien Michael Jackson fuck my mother and do everything else good it should get some um, subscribers for that PewDiePie. He hasn't got many. Oh, God. That is the worst thing to happen ever. <laughs> it's just... I play horror games, and I understand that other people find them scary. I don't find them scary personally. So to watch someone giggle and scream like a schoolgirl on crystal fucking dust, or angel dust, sorry, isn't, meow, meow. My idea of a great, isn't my idea of a great time. And then people watch it for hours. 
I remember I couldn't he rehearses I couldn't, his reactions. That's really annoying. Yeah, <laughs> I, I remember I couldn't find but video. It feels like he does anyway. Yeah, I couldn't find video game footage of Slender without having him in the corner of it. And then Outlast, it was the same thing. It is a pestilence on gaming to have to listen to that fucking stupid child of a man. Do you know, like, um, he started the whole... Well, I guess it's... I think it's probably him who started it. The whole thing of having a cartoon version of your face, like a picture of your face pulling an expression in the thumbnails for every YouTube video. That's like Like, where the game is barely visible. Have you seen my like, YouTube video? My YouTube thing is, it's a nice little bit of weird um, art deco that I drew. Yeah. I drew that. I, I made that because that is part of my talent. I like to talk. I like to talk about video games. I know about video games and films. But I like to also try and do other things. Instead of going, oh my god, and then we're in the corner. Scariest ah, ah, game ever. Oh, oh, oh my god, he moved. Here's my face. Oh, oh no. See, I spent ages trying to come up with a logo for my channel, and eventually yeah. I was just like, I'm just going to use this font and type a word out. Who cares? See, like, I, it works for my channel. It's the right thing. I just don't fucking get it. Just don't get it. But then again, like, I, I think humanity's got 10 years tops. Um, <laughs> Is that your first review done? Yeah, I'll I give it a score. I kind of jumped in the way of it, but I like Konami. I think there's a chance. Like, can you imagine if they went to Nintendo, Nintendo, Castlevania, boom, Castlevania. You see that guy who did that um, video about how what he had heard about Konami breaking down and all this sort of stuff, and what he's been hearing, been going on behind the scenes, and they used a copyright claim on it to get it removed from YouTube, and then YouTube stepped in and said, "This is beyond your grounds," and actually removed it. They actually that's got just, rid of the copyright I mean, claim and got fair, it back up. Because that's defamation. You can't do that. No, it wasn't. It was actually stuff that had been published he was going from. What? So this is stuff that was already available? Yeah. But then it doesn't... But yeah, then they it's... basically wanted to quiet any criticism of them. And But then that would be content ID because it's someone else's work. He didn't use any of that. They, content, they copyright claimed him on 21 seconds of Metal Gear Rising footage, which he had captured, and um, <laughs> half of that was the menu screen. Oh, yeah, that's got music. It was not uh, music. He didn't <laughs> have the music on. But um, I just, I just, I don't care. That's just, that's one way of getting rid of detractors that are ruining your, ruining your thing. There's nothing wrong with that. No, you're not allowed to do that. Well, yeah, you are. Free speech is Sensory a fucking press. Free speech is a right, and he's not pressed. Don't, don't play that game. But free speech is a right that so many times I've considered people shouldn't have. Hmm. Look at all the racist, stupid, pig idiots out there that fucking go and hurt other people's personalities. Who look at the media's coverage of people moving into houses on benefits. You know why ninety percent of the people you see in the media moving into houses who are on benefits are black because it's easier to make them into a villain than it is to make some rich old white guy who looks like the Monopoly man into a feasible fucking monster. Yeah, that's the problem. People already uh, are stupid and racist. People already have that in them. It's so much easier to just twist that just a little bit more, make that person a little bit more broken, and use that to make them in, like into your little fucking soldier, your little agenda Nazi. Yeah. Ten years. Ten years. Ten years, and everybody should be gone. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> I don't mind if I have to die for the world to be a better place. Yeah, fuck it, because life has kind of handed me a shit show anyway most of the time. Um, anyway, my first review. That, sorry for that downer, guys. Anyone, anyone who doesn't like that, just uh, You're killing my audience retention this week. Uh, all right, your audience retention. It's a us game now, it's buddy. All my stuff. <laughs> Look, right. The moment you married me. Uh, so my first review this month is going to be um, Parks and Recreations final season, season oh. seven. Yeah, not watched it. Woo! It's uh, you're gonna watch it. <laughs> I watch it one day. No, oh, you watch it one day. All right. Well. Um, Okay, so I've, I've been watching Parks and Rec since it first started. Well, since season two, anyway, because that was when the, the reviews started going up. People started yeah. paying attention. Um, 
it's it's probably well enough known now that most people have heard of it. So it's a, it's a program about a, a government parks de, parks department, parks and recreational department, um, and one very chipper woman and the reality she encompasses. She's very very bright, very chirpy, loves government, wants to do the best she can. She always thinks the government's looking out for people. And it's um, her journey through several different stages of where she is in that government, where she goes to, what she does, the people that work around her. It's just a fantastic, really nice comedy series, an ensemble comedy, a bit like The Office, but they they yeah. tend to use multi-cameras and they don't treat it as just a reality TV show. They sort of have different facets. But yeah, all in all, really nice, entertaining show. It's got a nice, positive message most of the time and there are some fantastic characters. People like Ron Swanson is an icon now. You've got Adam Scott's character, Ben Wyatt. He's really funny, really good. Chris Traeger, played by Rob Lowe. I didn't think I could like Rob Lowe after watching Wayne's World. And I watched this and I'm instantly in love with him. Um, you've, got, um, you've got Chris Pratt. He plays Andy Dwyer. You've got um, Does Aubrey anyone Plaza. Know who Chris Pratt is? No one's heard of Chris Pratt. <laughs> you've got Aubrey Plaza. She plays um, April Ludgate, and and uh, and you've got Anzi Cesare. You've got um, that guy who died. That guy who died. Hmm. Oh yeah, the guy. Yeah, the guy that was a producer. I forgot his yeah. name. Um, but yeah, all these characters really sort of. They all represent different aspects of uh, of the of the department and what they believe in. I mean, Ron Swanson doesn't believe in government. He's a libertarian. Is that what it's called? When you, yeah, he's yeah. kind of the Dwight Schrute. He's of the kind show. of the Dwight Schrute, but instead yeah. of being just this fucking weird little mollusk, he, he's quite a cool guy that can do all this really cool shit. Yeah. And he's just like one of those people that's prepared for anything. He's what he believes in, what he believes in. Yeah, he, he has a belief structure and he doesn't change it, it doesn't move yeah. that for anyone. Um, but yeah, so um, they've been going for a long time now, quite a long time. And they've there's been times when you thought they'd be cancelled, they might not be coming back, they finally got a series, and then so on and so forth. So what they did with season seven, I'm only reviewing season seven. The, the season's running up to that. There's hit and miss episodes. Season one is a bit of a bit of a crap shot as to whether you like it or not. Then season two's great. Season three's fantastic. And there are episodes of season four and five that I, I really like as well. But I'm really I'm just talking about the final season today. Um, and the reason I'm talking about it is it is how TV should end. Yeah. So many TV programs now, in America especially, things like The Office ran for 13 seasons. The Simpsons, Simpsons have been going for 28. Yeah, Simpsons never end him. Um, yeah, they just tend to stretch stuff out. I mean, The Office in the UK ran for two seasons. They wrapped it all up. They knew where they were going. They mm. didn't need to follow these places to new places. These people, sorry, to new places at work because that wasn't integral to the plot of The Office. And with Parks and Recreation, they've done the same. They followed them a little bit. They jumped ahead in time so you could see where your characters got to. And also, in a nice, nice little nod at the very last episode, they really jump ahead. So they show you how that person's life lives out. So they show you little clips and little snippets of where they went. Yeah. And it's really nice because it just wraps everything up. I mean, after you've invested that much time, it seems ridiculous to say this, and I know that not everyone's going to agree, but when you invest hours and hours of your life to watching characters, you, de- you develop a certain attachment to them. And you've got your you've got your ones that you want to do well, and you've got the ones that you hate, and you've got the people that you don't ever want to see again. And you're happy that shit ends for those people, never to be on screens again. But like the people that you do care about, the people that you develop this this you know this attention for, and you you enjoy watching, it's just nice to know they got out. They're fictional, yeah. but god damn it, is it nice to know that someone got out alive? As long as you don't pull um, like the ending of Dexter. Yeah, the ending of Dexter was so fucking stupid because it oh, wasn't a full stop. That was a apart. comma. Yeah, it was a comment. It was like it was like and it was so guy. stupid. But then he came back again He's as a lumberjack. lumberjack. Yeah, what? He sailed fuck? into a tornado. Oh, it's ridiculous. But um, Parks and Rec, uh. yeah, wraps it all up. You know where everyone's going. Well, you kind of know where everyone's going. You get an idea, and you know that everyone's going to be okay. And that's what you want. You want to know that this life's going to go on, but you don't need to see any more of it. 
That's if the I was part you wanted to see. Doing a TV show like that, I'd end it with um, Star Trek Next Generation Best of Both Worlds ending. We'll just start all over again. Just have like freaking Q turn up out of nowhere. No, no hint for it. Just turns up and he puts humanity on trial, reality <laughs> on trial, and nice. one of the main characters has to, you know, defend it, defend humanity. That's that's <laughs> yeah. That's, one that's way how I'd end it. It, it. The show could be Neighbours, and that's how I'd end it. <laughs> Toadfish, but like sci-fi series. Yeah, it'd be Toadfish do. using his uh, lawyer skills. But um, in in my head, I'm trying to come up with a better ending for the series, and I I usually I have some criticism, like it's easy to look upon something and judge it, but with this, I found that I I couldn't think of anything better to do. You know, you've crafted something, you've seen it through to the end, and that's it. They've done it well, and um and yeah, I, I things like Dexter, Lost, missed. you know, yeah. um, loads of series that that just fucking became a mess. They didn't. They... Sure, I never saw the end of X Files. How did that? Did that end all right? Or who cares? Yeah. Robert Patrick came back T one thousand and then chased down John Connor. That's what happened. Yeah. 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 But um, yeah, it's sad to see it go. But if you haven't seen Parks and Rec, start watching. It seems to have ended with dignity, though. Not like oh yeah, some it held shows, its head up high. Some shows are kind of they keep dragging out. Like yeah. when Family Guy finally goes, is anyone going to give a shit anymore? No. I didn't give a shit after season three. Season yeah. four was just season four. Off. I was like, okay, here you go. You're bringing back all the old jokes. Okay, fine. Yeah. You've been away for a few years, whatever. And then it just that just carried on. Yeah, but do you remember that? Like, you remember season two where they had the yeah. Black Knight episode, hmm. and uh, and the woman comes on and goes, "Would thou like to take a gander up thy skirt?" Like that's funny because it's a visual joke. So he takes a goose, shoves it up her skirt. Yeah, it's nice and it's funny. It's real about Peter Griffin. Yeah, <laughs> but it doesn't. Now, if you had that joke, it would cut to that situation, mm. and then it would cut back to them just standing there going, "Ah, oh. it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be cohesive." Like there were some great jokes in that one. You're like Peter Griffin, yeah, yeah Peter and it's like Griffin. there's a Griffin flies in. Yeah. Like they understood they were in a cartoon. They understood it yeah. was a universe they could do anything to tell a joke. Now it's a universe where they've restricted themselves. They can't tell a joke anymore. So instead Fucking they just monkey. show you a situation where you can tell a joke. Yeah, chicken and fights, shit. Yeah, just oh. American anyway, Dad was better. I've, I've got to say, Parks and Recreation, it's probably yeah. probably one of my favourite season ends. I'm going to talk about another one before the podcast ends, so that's going to be one of my other Star reviews. Star Trek Next Generation, sweet. Of course yeah. it is. <laughs> um, but um, I, I hold it in high regard. It's yeah. not it's not going to be my favourite season, because there is there are times when I hated it, but it definitely is up there in my, in my top 20. It's mm. one of my favourite TV programmes, it's just not as a whole. Yeah, I need to actually there. sit and watch it. I've watched like one or two episodes here and there, but it's just been random ones I've caught. Yeah, yeah. But I need but to sit and watch. It's all on Netflix, but it's mostly. It is, it is all on Netflix. Mostly, and season three is a, such a fucking delight. I need to watch Orphan Black. That's what I need to watch. I didn't like to Orphan Black too much, but um, I, I I give Parks and Record Tom Atkins. It's the highest the highest regard I hold in, and and everyone's gonna find bits they don't like and they like, and mm. everyone's gonna find issues with stuff that I liked. That's not what we're here to talk about. We're just here to talk about what we enjoy and why we enjoy it. And I, hopefully I've done that and a few people are going to have a look. And we can all agree that Aubrey Plaza's lovely. God, she's fucking so stunning. Yeah. I would cut off someone's she's fucking She's the Alison Brie of Parks and Recreation. She is. She is. <laughs> Alison Brie's in my next review. Yep. Going to hear some noises. Who's the other one? <laughs> who, was, who was the one who was in something else similar to them? Oh, whatever. Anyway, my next review. I'm going to do another TV series. Anna Kendrick? Yes, Anna Kendrick. So old. Love that lady with her teeth. Yeah. She's got massive teeth. I don't I don't judge people by the size of their teeth. Yeah, but um did you She's... ever read Canterbury Tales? No. 
Um, in Canterbury Tales there's a woman in it who has buck teeth and we were taught at school this that in old English times ladies with buck teeth were very sexually promiscuous they liked to imbibe another member wait are you implying that Anna Kendrick's sexually uh, I would like to think so I'd like to think she's just a normal person who does a different job to us but okay the difference is that Mm. like her Instagram is followed by millions of people whilst ours is followed by I don't have an Instagram. I'm Do never going to have an Instagram. I've actually got like 96 followers. So I don't know Speaking of Instagram, Chris Jericho's Instagram account got hacked the other day and just got loads of dick pics put up on there. Not his. Oh, it was hacked. Yeah. Doing doing those little quotation marks for you people. No, this wasn't podcast. the Kurt Angle hacking, as Kurt Angle always excuses whenever he has a rant on Twitter. He says, no, my account got hacked, sorry. All right, anyway, um, anyway let's move on. Review. A whole TV series, which ended last week. Um, not The Flash. I'm going to yeah. review Gotham. Oh, fuck did you actually watch it? Yeah, I've watched the entire series. When did, did you, you watch that? It's been on TV. I've been watching it every week. Yeah. Um, I think it gets a bit of a bad rap. It's a mess. It's an absolute bloody mess. Um, and it's, like, oddly unnecessary. Because here's my... But I kind of okay, enjoyed okay. it by the like, end. Wait, 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 wait. Because you're jumping into the review again. you got to give some backstory. It's so. Gotham. It's about... Yeah, but I'm going to do it as I go through the review. People no, get just, this, okay? And I trust then... that our audience are nerdy enough to know what Gotham no, is. No, because you never assume. Assumptions are bad. you got to always start. So well, I'm start... pretty sure all 104 of my subscribers on YouTube are nerds. Yeah, Absolute that, that may nerds. be true, but let's do, let's do this structurally. Cause then we <laughs> I will, can... as I go through. Because right, Gotham okay. is set okay. in the... It's a prequel to Batman, as it were. And one thing that's kind of interesting that I quite like with the series, which I noticed a couple of episodes in... It's not set in any particular time. It's not set today, that's for sure. Mm. Um, you never see modern phones. The newest phone I noticed on there was a flip phone from about 2000. It didn't have a colour screen. It was still black and white screen, which I thought was quite interesting. Um, all the cars are from the 60s and 70s. The dress sense is straight from the 40s. Like The police uniforms they all wear is really old-fashioned police uniforms. Mm. But then it'll have stuff like, um, spoilers for towards the end of the series, Fish Mooney dressed like a punk rocker when she's started her own game, she's got like studs in her head and stuff like this. Um, the one thing that's bothered me with the series is they've managed to do a couple of characters really well, but they've also rushed to chuck in as many Batman villains as they can and sort of go, here's Scarecrow as a kid, when they could have like had his father there doing something and had the kid around, but then gradually build up the kid. Instead, what they've done is by the end of the episode, the kid's in. It's a two-parter, I think it was. He's been knocked with loads of fear gas and he's in a mental asylum in a permanent state of fear. So you've basically got the origin for Scarecrow done already. Um, but then they've had stuff like Penguin's Rise to Power, which makes sense because in the Batman universe, Penguin's already in power by the time Batman comes in. Because when Batman came through, there was the main crime lords and there was the Penguin was the one like who had the, all the power. Mm. Like Secretly, there was Carmine Focalni and Salvatore um, okay. Moroni. This is um, Carmine Falcone and Maroney. Yeah. Maroney played by what's his face from Eric. Dexter, isn't it? Eric Roberts. No, no, he was he was um he was Maroney was Eric Roberts in Dark Knight. He was in in the Dark Knight film. Oh yeah. Yeah. In this, it's what's his face Batista from Dexter. Um, oh really? Yeah, an actual person who actually is the right race to play Maroney. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Mexican. But the series like it has faults. The the writing is corny as hell. The like. Then their desire to constantly reference Batman stuff is a bit of a pain. I think if they'd stripped away all that and concentrated on giving Jim Gordon his own villains, yeah. and I'm fine with the Riddler and Penguin threads running through it, and made it about policemen fighting corrupt police officials and a city ruled by the mob, that would have worked a bit better. But they kept doing, like Black Mask is in one episode. Well, his father is. Um, you know, they friggin', um, they had, did they have the Royal Flush Gang? I think they did the Royal Flush Gang in one episode. <laughs> 
Like Arrow and Flash have done the Royal Flush game twice now, and they both they they made out they were different gangs each time. Yeah, because they had him as a throwaway villain in one episode, didn't they? Mm. Um, but yeah, it just keeps referencing stuff. Dollmaker was in it for a couple of episodes, but the best three episodes of the series I thought were these three episodes where they actually had a villain made specifically for Gordon called the Ogre, who's a serial killer that everyone on the force has never bothered tracking down because every time someone starts investigating the Ogre, one of their family members gets killed. And basically, detect the commissioner who's corrupt um, paid one of his officers to give the case to Jim Gordon, knowing he'd chase it and mm. ruin his life. And that was the best three episodes. Um, the yoga was played by the guy who's Peter Petrelli in Heroes. What's his face? Um, he's got a funny Milo name. Milo Vandermilia. Yeah, yeah, him. Yeah, him. Rossi Junior. Um, and it's it's been a decent series. And I think that if they can concentrate on Jim Gordon for mm. a series, you got to have the Bruce Wayne stuff, I suppose. Um, spoilers for the end of the series he finds an entrance a secret entrance in his house at the end of the series um, so Sean you Pert- become Batman yeah well, he's not going to become Batman when he's 12 but I think because they've said it in this nowhere time they've got the free reign to every now and again maybe at some point in the series jump it forward a few years and maybe get to a point where Jim Gordon's edging toward becoming commissioner Batman exists but he's never met him and maybe he knows Bruce Wayne but Do you he's know never mixed Link. If they actually made their own villains. And also... Yeah, they need their own villains. <laughs> if they made Alfred into Batman and Bruce Wayne was Robin, <laughs> yeah. wouldn't that be great? Alfred's That'd really be good, really interesting. Sh- um, Sean, Sean Pertwee. Yeah, yeah, he's I really good. Him. He plays... He's sort of... He's got that... Because Alfred nowadays, they've sort of changed him from being the posh butler to being a bit more of a sort of hard-edged butler. Yeah, he's like were. an ex-military guy. Yeah, he was always ex-military, but he was always ex-military as in the Queen's Guard ex-military type character who was all very posh, stiff upper lip and all this sort of stuff. But now he's like... Oh, Master Wayne. Master Wayne. Oh, get a Lamborghini! Fresh Lamborghini. Oh, fresh Lamborghini. Um, but yeah, he's quite good as a. Uh, I always thought Sean Pertwee should have got a Doctor Who role. I think it would have been a nice little callback to his dad. Would have been a Doctor, nice Who. Doctor Who. Yeah. Um, Bendit Cumberbatch was almost Doctor Who once. Yeah. Yeah, he auditioned for it and they went, You're so good, we're going to give you Sherlock. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, Gotham is a messy show. Really messy, but I like the look of it. It's got a really nice dirty look to it. It's all shot actually on locations, which is nice. Um, one of the locations, I swear, was used in Daredevil. There was a dock area, and I swear in the same week I saw the same location used in both shows. Maybe. Um, Lucius Fox makes an appearance in one of the last episodes, and the guy they got playing him looks like a young Morgan Freeman. That's pretty cool. <laughs> which is quite smart. Yeah. Um, Bruce Wayne's story arc is basically going to be... I don't think they're going to have him training. He's He's been learning how to fight. Alfred's been teaching him how to protect himself. Mm. Um, but they're sort of building up him taking, sort of sorting out his company because Wayne Corporation's completely corrupt. Yeah. Um, but in there stealing all the money. <laughs> he's not there. <laughs> it would be good if they put Rutger Hauer in there, I think. Um, I think they've given themselves a bit of leeway, though, I think, because uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they want to be involved in the Arrow and Flash stuff, but they can't. Mm-hmm. But if they keep this set in the past, they've got free reign to just one day pull a super uh, Smallville and go, hey, now it's. We've, we've moved forward a few years and here's Batman. Wasn't Batman in Smallville at one point? No, no. Bruce Wayne, I think, made a cameo, didn't he, though? Or well, they mm-hmm. referenced him a couple of times. The Flash was, wasn't it? There was a little pickpocket kid. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He was faster than Superman. That was the yeah. first time that was referenced because yeah. in the comics he's faster than Superman. Yeah. Yeah, only Justice League's, I think, the only version of Flash where they did him... Actually being faster than Superman. Yeah, when he broke time and space. Yeah. Well, yeah. no, he can he can run faster than... He can delve into the speed force and run faster yeah. than Superman. Good old thing. But anyway, Gotham, it's messy. It's quite violent. I'm never um, going to watch it. It's, well, you you might like some stuff in it. The guy playing Penguin's really good. 
Yeah, he's the guy from Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah, he um, abandoned his girlfriend, didn't he? Yeah, Yeah. I'm just never... Got his head chopped off. My real, my real problem is his head slit, throat slit. Yeah, in the first episode yeah. of season five, because he had to go off and make Gotham. Yeah, <laughs> but um, Riddler's all right. My problem is, and it's going to be this for so long. I can't shake the feeling that it could be so much more. Mm. If that's why I think they should do time skip every now and I again. I think they should just fuck, fuck Bruce Wayne off. D- done with that, <laughs> and fuck Alfred. Like, yeah. if you want to do a show that's about Jim Gordon, don't be afraid to do that. Yeah. He's an interesting character, and if you want to do villains that aren't Batman villains, just do that. The thing like is, you can have like, oh, the Waynes were murdered. Did you hear about the Waynes being murdered? That's incredible. They're the richest people in Gotham. I wonder yeah. what's going to happen. We know what happens, so don't Joe show did us. It. Yeah, <laughs> don't show <laughs> us it for him. Batman getting older. We don't need to because we know that happens. I kind show of just, us Jim. I kind of just want a point where Bruce Wayne gets to the point where he's like, I need to do something. Even at a young age, I'm okay with a young age Bruce Wayne going, because he needs to train for years. Um, just have him disappear and turn up every now and again, maybe, to remind you he exists. Um, one thing would be nice, shoot in more than one room of whatever house you're renting out for Wayne Manor every now and again. They keep shooting in the same bloody hallway. But the Jim Gordon thing is like, you got the character whose sole goal is to clean up the city and the police, right? But we know he doesn't do that, so because if he did, Batman wouldn't exist. So what's Jim Gordon's overall arc for this series going to be? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, he's going to have to take out the commissioner at some point, Loeb. He's going to have to take his place. Yeah, that could be the goal. But are you going to have this commissioner be the bad guy for every however many series they make? I think that you know, like I've never watched it, but I've heard the series Revenge is about a woman getting revenge on a family. Yeah, that like have wronged her. Yeah. Why couldn't they have done it so that Gordon is part of the DEA? Yeah, they've had um, Harvey internal, done in it. Yeah, <laughs> like just having like internal affairs or DEA and have him sent to go and work as a lowly cop for Gotham City PD hmm. and weedle out the corruption. Try and cut off the cancerous parts of Gotham yeah. PD. That's and, what he's gradually doing and, in the show. Yeah, but do it so that's the point. And hmm. then you can get rid of Batman, have it like a cop show... But have it so that he's finding out that all these people are intrinsically linked to the crime within that. And like even like have the main villain is the commissioner, and he was famous for catching this killer, but actually he's the killer, he's still murdering people, but he's gotten better at hiding it, and he's but he's like, got a messed up past that you gradually find out yeah. about. And then like have like you know, if you want to be playful with he the Batman. He may or thing, may not have killed his wife. Yeah. If you want to be <laughs> playful with the Batman thing, be playful. Make out that he kills people in a way that's so vicious you assume it's an animal and he's hiding people in the sewers, alluding to Killer Croc. You know, have I think it was so a th- Killer Croc reference somewhere, isn't it? Yeah, and then have it. was it a like- Joker reference. Yeah, there's loads of Joker references apparently. But then yeah. have it so that, like, one cop is like, it's like this guy thinks this whole thing's a fucking joke. And then, like, have, like, uh, like someone's been killed in a way that, like, has their head in a crate. And a spring attached to it, so when someone comes and tries to investigate, it flings the body away, <laughs> and like everyone's like, oh, "It's fucking insane! What is this guy doing?" And then like the it's the origins of something more. Don't just you put a full stopping. You're starting at the end. I don't want you. Stop doing worse. I want your wife. <laughs> it's like just come on, America. You're so good at stuff, and then you do bad stuff. And Gotham got made. Messing with stuff. Stop it. Now they just think next series concentrate on making villains for Jim Gordon. Bruce Wayne stuff's fine, but have him next series. Shoot Bruce Wayne. Shoot Alfred. Get Jim on the DEA. Get Jim on the (laughs) DEA. 
get him infiltrating and cutting off the well, cancerous elements. Well, he's got Harvey elements. Dent in the next series. The guy who plays Harvey is going to be a series regular. Okay, get yeah. him cutting off the cancerous parts of Gotham PD, make it a police procedural show that have nice little nods. Don't just fucking show us Catwoman and fucking show us fucking Joker and fucking Penguin. Get your own fucking identity. We've heard those stories told a million times. You don't need that again. Hmm. Sorry, I bogarded your review there. Well, no, it is, the show is him taking out the corruption in the police force. But it's so linked and to even Batman. Like, uh, it just it feels like we know what's happening. It's like turning a corner mm. and knowing you're going to get stuck. Let's see, there's like there's stuff in there that's when it concentrates on Jim Gordon stuff, it's really good, but yeah. it just keeps getting distracted. It's but, like, oh, look, we're being playful with the Joker. You're not being playful. Well, they you're... had a character in there who they reckon, they sort of strongly hint at being the child version of the Joker. Yeah. A teenage version, anyway. You Do you remember Batman Brave and the Bold? Yeah, that cartoon was amazing. I only watched like one or two episodes, but yeah. I watched the Joker episodes. Yeah. And he was like, he knew monkey-style martial arts. I thought, that's incredible. Look at this. This is like a whole new joke. And he's got dreadlocks, mm. and his ethnicity is unknown. So lots of the stuff, it like alludes to voodoo and shit. Like, that's cool. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's Batman done right. Because you've gone like, oh, we're kind of bored of Batman the way he is. And the Joker was never really a physical element. You can never really worry about him. And then like, they were like, oh, I'm going to do monkey kung fu. And someone went, oh, Oh, do it! Cocaine says do it! <laughs> Get it made! Sorry, I peaked the audio like shit there. Yeah, you've done it a lot, anyway. Review a thing. Um, I'm not going to take long to review this. Okay. Um, Wolfenstein, The Old Blood. Um, it is a follow-on from The New Order, in which you play more traditional Wolfenstein stories. There's two of them, each six chapters, and they're all based around the supernatural. It's very good... It's incredibly cheap on next-gen and PC, and it looks pretty decent. Mm. It's an enjoyable slice of a bygone era in which single-player games ruled the charts. If you're looking for a game to play for a week or maybe a weekend... because we didn't have friends back then. Yeah. You're looking for games to play for a week or maybe a weekend, I recommend picking up The New Order or The Old Blood, both Wolfenstein games. Are you trying to get a quote on a box art? Nope. All I'm saying is they're both fantastic <laughs> games. They're an experience fantastic. that you won't find in any modern shooter. Advanced Warfare, no. There's you been a bit of a comeback in school. dumb shooters recently. Bioshock Infinite, for example. That's a dumb shooter. Yeah, but that was like four years ago. Yeah. Paul's still got my copy of that. Paul, give me back my copy of... But he doesn't listen to this. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I highly recommend it. I hope someone buys it just on this recommendation because I feel like I've done a service to the world. Because it really is. It's 15 quid. It's on disc, 15 yeah. quid. You I still want to play it, the other Wolfenstein, but I'm, Steam sale starts June 11th. So. so it'll probably be on there. Yeah. And um, yeah, they're just, they're really good. It's really nice to play a game that cares about people's money and doesn't just give it's you... Dumb fun. Yeah, it doesn't just give you like a map the size of, I don't know, a tiny little map. I miss level design in shooters, which doesn't really happen now, because nowadays we're very stuck in corridor shooters. Even mm. the ones like Call of Duty that claim to be... Battles, they're like they're still well, corridors and streets. Battlefield. Battlefield's probably the only exception. Well, that's open field, but I want like you remember Doom levels and and uh, they're still corridor shoots, but they have the open areas and stuff like that. But oh, yeah. the levels were designed like mazes, and they were yeah. intricate things. Like and you get lost and frustrated sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. And if you took a three D look at the level, it wouldn't just be like a start point and an end point, which mm. is what most maps are now. It would be like spiraling, mm. and I miss that. I hope one. I hope in like. The new Doom game does something like that, mm. but I've got a feeling the new Doom game is going to be based on Wolfenstein. I think it's going to be very similar like, to the new one. Hopefully, because that'll be all right. Yeah, that'll but it's going right to be a big story thing rather than this 
like if they don't have concentrated shooter. They don't have multiplayer. I'll be so fucking happy. Yes, because does Doom doesn't Doom. need multiplayer. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Multiplayer on Doom's awesome. No, Quake's awesome. It, it was the game that kicked multiplayer off. You man. are getting Doom mixed up with Quake. No, because I was around when Doom was released. No, man. Doom is not a multiplayer game. It was. Quake Land is a multiplayer game. Shit, man. Oh. Don't Eight stop. player lands. Make it a separate game. Release story on 20, dis- 20 quid disc and then multiplayer on 20 quid disc or have a collector's edition with That's, both. That will happen eventually. People are gonna they're gonna start doing that soon. And then just segment Splitting it up. Don't charge us full price for a game that's half a game you've made. But you know, you can do you can do twenty quid for. Uh... <laughs> Apparently, Marvel Universe has followed me. Nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> I recommend it. I'd give it a pull rod. It's a very safe bet. You'll enjoy it. There may be some hiccups that you don't like so much, but so far, technical glitch- glitches on the Xbox One have been pretty low. So, I'd recommend it. Does pull would pull rod show you Tain? Tain. 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 Yeah, he's Tain and he's one here sec, entertaining. One sec, one sec, Say it once more. Tain. 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 Hi, I'm Tain. I'm here to entertain you. Tain. 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 Shall I review a thing? Tain. Tain. Yeah, go for it. What's my next review going to be? I don't know. I don't know either. Um... Oh, I'm going to review uh, a really simple game that I played this week, which I'm disturbed at how much I've clocked up on it. I've clocked up almost five hours on this. Um, Adventure Capitalist, which is Cookie Clicker. Um, it's basically... You talked about this earlier. I did, yeah, I was about to mention it. We didn't review on the last episode. But ah. um, basically, it's like Cookie Clicker. You click the cookie, you get the things, and you speed it up and all this sort of stuff, and you buy new things. Adventure Capitalist kind of takes that, You've got these different businesses that are your money elements. You can hire bankers to keep clicking the things for you because mm. it continues to rack up the money when you're not playing. So when you come back to it, you've got like a whole bunch of money to spend on things. Um, and you get business angels. And this is where it comes into like a Disgaea territory almost where you restart the game and all the angels you've got improve the speed at which you earn profit and all this sort of stuff. So it becomes this whole like this cycle of building up the businesses and then ending them and restarting to keep building up the profit and apparently I haven't got far enough yet on it because I've clocked up a few hours but apparently it starts getting stuff where like you go into space and you're like the money you earn goes into like sextillionaire and des millionaire or whatever it is mm. um, for a little thing where you just click things and buy things <laughs> and you just watch sliders it's becoming oddly, oddly compulsive it's on mobile phone so I suppose that's probably the best place to play it it's a free what play are you thing on, on PC on PC yeah because um, I, I did a video of it. Wait, Adventure Capitalist? Yeah. It's Ad- the one where you just, basically, it's like a life simulator, isn't it? Yeah, all these bars that move up and you just, like, you You've buy got, an like, oil you, company. You, and you buy, like, coffee for $65 and shit like that. Yeah, you just going. bump them up and, but you yeah. sort of boost the business up and every time it reaches a milestone, it bumps up how much it's the multiplier really is. It's weird that you've mentioned this, because I was going to buy that the other day. It's a free-to-play game. Yeah, yeah. It, was on, it was on mobile phones. It's like yeah. 84p. Well, watch my video. Someone has to. <laughs> We can watch it after this. Yeah, no, it's half hour long. Um, no, no we will, I will probably never watch it. Oh, great. Because I can't watch anything for half an hour unless it's porn. No. And even if it's porn, there has to be a quick water break in between the half hours. <laughs> but yeah, um, for something that's just like a dumb little clicker thing, I found myself oddly compelled, compelled by it. Do you get the sense that maybe there's a bit more put into it than you'd find with Cookie Clicker? Yeah, Cookie Clicker's kind of got a finite point where it just 
stops really working. Because um, you know, a cookie clicker, it's like when you click, you're building up the clicks, and each click you make adds bonuses, and then you've got the auto clicking. Mm. In this, it's kind of just basically eventually, when you've earned enough money, you can buy a manager to click those things for you. <laughs> so you don't have to click them anymore. So they keep building money. So the idea is you concentrate on boosting those businesses then. Yeah. So you're buying the inc- boosts on them. Um, it's really smartly designed. There's a newspaper one, which every time you boost that up, it's got smaller stages to boost it, but it boosts the other businesses. The idea is it increases the ah. where knowledge of those businesses. Okay, um, yeah. There's like all sorts of things. You can sacrifice the angels you get. Angels give you a boost. So let's say you get a 2% boost for every angel you have. Yeah. Um, you have like 1,000 angels. You're gaining like 2,000% boost to all your businesses, but you can sacrifice those angels mm. in order to gain other benefits. Um, which is quite a smart idea. Um, the pay thing on it, where you buy stuff because it's a free-to-play game. Of course, it's got it. It's just a simple buy-in boost, multi-time multipliers, and angels and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So it's quite a simple thing. Um, bit much. It does ask for like it does have the whole seventy quid transaction on your mobile phone clicker really? game. Yeah, they all do, don't they? Um, but yeah, I, I'm oddly compelled by it. I'm gonna keep playing it. I just want those things I switch on for five minutes a day. And when I come back to it the next day, I've got like 24 quintillion dollars mm. so, and I can spend. But um, it's fun. It's got charming music and stuff. Nice. But yeah, it's decent. <laughs> yeah. Review a thing. Okay. Um, uh, I, I feel compelled not to review something. I feel compelled to, to I don't know, come up with a random story. I, don't, I just for some You're reason to review a thing. Though. I'm supposed to review format. a thing. Like this is the format. This this is right. Yeah. But uh, I'm having having trouble thinking of anything I really want to talk about. But you you said you were going to review the Flash last time. You haven't seen it. Though. I've seen it. Yeah, because it's finished now. Yeah, it's oh, finished. It's in the finale. Yeah. What do you think of it? It was really good. I liked the. Did you see the views of stuff that's going to happen in the future? Yeah, or could happen. Who knows? Or maybe yeah. they happen in alternate dimensions, which yeah, apparently maybe. is where they're going to go. Which makes my thing I wrote on Film Dump about all this DC things being a multiverse quite yeah. <laughs> funny because he's actually um, doing that. <laughs> is Cisco going to become the vibrator? Vibe, yeah. The looks vibrator. Like it. The vibrator. He had his goggles that Vibe wears in an yeah. episode previous a few weeks back. Yeah. So he's going to become uh, the Jurex vibrating cockroach soon. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to talk about the time I became Hellboy. You didn't um, become Hellboy. So what happened was I was uh, I was in I was in America trying to stop America. I was in America trying to stop a giant seedling god from destroying downtown. Um, what are you talking about? <laughs> I ended up doing it and visiting the Goblin Town, the Goblin City. That's the plot to Hellboy too. And uh, and there was this dude who was played by Luke Goss <laughs> who wanted to bring about the Golden Army. Yeah, this is and, Hellboy too. And uh, and I defeated him, and then I was Hellboy. But that's not a review. <laughs> All right, Community ended recently. Yeah, that's what you were going to review. I'm kind of sad about that. Yeah. Do you like Community? Um, I've watched like the first three series. As okay. far as I got, because really, really like I was relying on the DVDs when I was at work at H and V, watching them on my lunch break. Nice. <laughs> so Dan Harmon created a series called Community about six, yeah, six seven, seven years ago, isn't it? Years ago, yeah. And it's about a group of misfits who start under the pretense that they're going to be a study group, but actually end up being more than that—a friendship, a family, 
a kinship is formed from their several exercises together in the adventures of a man's splintered psyche. As the series continued, the storylines became more elaborate and more developed, producing a cult status within its fans. No, it's a really good series. It's referential. Yeah. It's, referential um, humour. It's a really interesting series. I really liked it. It's funny. Dan Harmon, he seems like a smart guy. He's a bit self-loathing, but uh, who isn't in comedy? You have to have a certain darkness to you if you're going to review the outside world with a level of scrutiny that's required to make it all seem like just one big joke. Hmm. Um, I'll tell you what's a good companion piece to this once you launch the uh, the last episode of Season 6, which was recently. No, uh, Harmontown, his documentary. Oh, right. And also it helps if you listen to his podcast because it, it really gives you a sense of who this person is and why they're writing the series. I feel like these are several aspects of his own personality and he's sort of having them talk and interact and that's maybe therapeutic for him. I'm not sure. He still seems like a bit messed up. <laughs> um, but anyway, season six ended with, again, another fantastic season um, season closer. So many, so many TV shows nowadays don't know how to end and this did it very well. It's really interesting. It said goodbye to their characters. It gave them all the ending you wanted. And like the DC multiverse idea, <laughs> they could go anywhere now. Yeah. Or they could just end it and I would be just as happy. John McHale, who I didn't know before this series, I'd only seen him in that IT crowd American remake oh, that was gotcha, fucking yeah. awful. Yeah. But um, I really like him. He's become a likeable character. You know, someone said there was a reference to IT crowd in... Yeah, there is. They yeah. talked about it in the last episode. Yeah. Um, but he starts out as this despicable cad who's just trying to sleep with everyone and, and cheat his way to the top. And mm. he ends up being someone that has to go through a personal journey. He has to develop. Does he and gradually really remember nice. that he was there to try and get his lawyer's degree again, wasn't he? No, he, he actually gets it and then becomes a teacher eventually. Yeah. But um, but yeah, it's just a really, really good series. I'd recommend it to everyone who likes comedy. Yeah, John McHale's going to be in X Files, isn't he? In yeah, he's going to have like a little bit in the X Files. Yeah, he is. He's actually quite a good actor. Yeah, and it's just it was sad. I found it sad. There's like characters like Arbed and Troy. Yeah, and there's references to him in the last episode, and it, you know, you've you've again, it's like Parks and Rec. You've watched these people for hours of your life. Yeah. You spent so long watching these people, and good old Arbed. And Abed, he's a nice guy. He's got issues. He's nice got guy. Asperger's. He's got Asperger's. Burgers of the ass. Yeah. And uh, and he gets a nice little moment. He gets a hug from Jeff. And then Jeff like sort of takes him by the arms and he gives him another hug because they they're they're like brothers. They're hmm. they're good friends. What happened to Chevy Chase's character? He died right now. He dies. He masturbated himself to death. Really? Yeah. What did they just just one series just went by masturbating? And then they had a nice little episode where he had his will read by Will Goggins. <laughs> You know, I oh know uh, Walter got. Was that one of those things where it was just like he's not on the show anymore, so yeah, this is how yeah, we've written him off? Much, yeah. Much. So I was watching Community, and then all of a sudden, Natalie Portman came along and told me I was Odin's son. So I had to save a small New Mexico town. That's the plot to fall from a destroyer, which was sent down by my evil brother Loki, who had taken the place of Odin, who was placed in the Odin sleep. Because he was so Because Anthony Hopkins didn't want to do more than a week's work. Because Anthony Hopkins... Was tired. Was Odin. Yeah. So he controlled the script. That's the plot to fall again, yeah. Well, no, no, no. You you didn't... You don't know how it ends. Right. Surprise so, me. So, basically... Does Loki end up getting dropped into space? No. Listen. Because you're guessing, and you might get it right, but you're probably going to get it wrong. So, there I am, powerless to stop the Destroyer. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm losing my mind. My friends have been beaten. Off. And then all of a sudden, I jump in the way of a blast to save Natalie Portman. It takes 
all my strength just to survive that one How hit. How did you get your and armor back? The destroyer's the coming towards... Stop guessing. The destroyer's yeah. coming towards me with a hammer. Not a hammer. He's coming towards me. He's going to zap me. He's got this, like... He's like Iron Man. Yeah. Like the, the repulsive blast. Yeah. yeah. And he's about to blast me into oblivion. And then all of a sudden, I'm deemed worthy by Odin, who's asleep. And my hammer comes down, and I'm four again, and I beat the destroyer. And then I have to go up to space... I go to space heaven, mm-hmm. cross over the the bridge from My Little Pony, the Rainbow Bridge. Rainbow Bridge, yeah. And there I see um, Hemdall. Heimdall. He's, Heimdall. He's my he's my bro. He he actually he's a policeman on weekends. Yeah. He, yeah. In London. He's also going to be in Superman. I'm told because his name was in was in the police show was Lex Luthor. So he's going to be in Superman. He's going to be Luthor. Van Luther. Dross right and Lex Luthor which is crazy I know but Don't I reckon he could pull it off and then uh, and then I I I beat Loki up because he was being a dick yeah and he drops into space no no because that was what the film made it look like I didn't drop him I tried to save him I know but my lawyer got me off because if the glove fit the glove don't fit you cannot acquit hmm. acquit you cannot accuse and then OJ went in after me and stole that whole thing, so I lost all the rights. And then in um, the week after that, some blood came after me. <laughs> That's the plot for two. <laughs> okay, just came right out of this this whole Natalie Port. Basically, Natalie Portman bled on me. <laughs> you know I can edit all this out. <laughs> I know you can. Are you going to? I don't know. Maybe it depends how bothered I am. So yeah, community, I'll give it a, give it a solid time. Do I want to edit this podcast that thoroughly on my birthday? Uh, I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, if you're not the Odin son, I highly recommend uh, catching community. You can watch a whole series on Netflix in a day. Um, or you can save the world. I'm not saying that you have to. I'm just you have to save the cheerleader I, first. I did it. Well, see, that's funny you say that, because didn't you have a weekend where you became immortal and you were a cheerleader? No. Last thing that happened to me was I helped a bunch of these um, crazy white chicks get away from this crazy old white dude's house. Um, Tell me more. I'm... We kind of drove a bit of a way. Yeah. And then kind of went a different way, and then yeah. we went back. Okay. And saved the day. Okay, but wait. But who was who was trying to kill her? Uh, this crazy old white dude. Who what was his name? Do you know his name? Joe or something or the other. Okay, and he was trying to kill you and your friends. Yeah, yeah. Um, Is that why you're covered in blood? It's not my blood. <laughs> Do you lose any friends? Um, yeah, pregnant chick. Oh, spoilers <laughs> for your life. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, shall I review a thing? Yeah, I mean, like I'm interested in the story now, but go for it. Well, um, well, you haven't been to see Mad Max yet, have you? So. Spoilers. Is that is that based on your life? <laughs> yes. Yes. Mad Max. The entirety of Mad Max. All four chapters. You know what? I was I didn't want to say anything, but the leg brace is weird, so I thought I you know, that explains a lot. Yeah. And also you're at, you're clearly Australian. Yeah, of course, mate. <laughs> fucking <laughs> The accent's always been fucking strong, mate. It's <laughs> You've committed to this bit. <laughs> You committed to our own Do a better Australian accent than that Tom Hardy fucker. <laughs> Good eye. I'm Tom Hardy. <laughs> right, so now we've wasted like 10 minutes on your nonsense. That was well, It amazing. could be one minute if I had it all out. No, don't even edit um, it. Just keep it in there. I shall review, as my final review this week, Massive Chalice. 
which is now finally released fully. I did the early access a few months ago. Then someone on YouTube complained that my uh, early access review, which I cut out and put on YouTube on its own, wasn't a review. Because it's just we apparently were just us discussing the game. I thought we weren't going to do a podcast about sex, and you're already talking about your massive chalice. Yeah, well, it's a big thing. But it's massive chalice has come out. Yeah, the final version, which is on Xbox One now, which, which is good because we all thought it was quite flamboyant, and we knew something was going on. Yeah, but it's free on Xbox One. Um, anyway, it's free to download on Xbox One if you got gold. That's what I was saying. And you've got it, but you haven't played it yet. You going for gold? Um, it's still really difficult, but. They've gradually over the few months they've addressed the things I issues I had with it ages ago, which was that there's certain bad guys that it's tough to do much against. Um, they were tricky to deal with. Um, like there's one creature in it called the Bulwark. When you hit it, it builds up armor on itself, so you can't really do much damage to it at all after that, and it's got a lot of health. Does it buff the other players as well? Didn't you say? Yeah, it, there's all sorts of buffs and stuff. They've done all sorts of balancing. But the Bulwark thing, when you hit it, it's it's covered in armour and then when it's turn starts the armour breaks off and it can move and I kind of thought that what they should have done to balance that out was say if as long as you hit it it can't attack you in the next turn Mm. but they didn't do that instead they've made it so that your critical hit chances on it now which wasn't there originally as far as I could tell originally you could only do one hit point of damage every time no matter what it was now you've got a chance of doing critical hits and there's an arrow you unlock really early on which can burst through its armour do critical hits ignore armour? No, well, sort of. They just do a bit more, which makes it a little bit less tiresome. Plus, by the time the bulwarks are properly introduced, your characters are strong enough to take it out. If you've got hunters, they have like a double attack. Yeah. You fire one hit, as long as the first hit fires, they hit, they do a second hit. That can take them out in one go now. So there's been all sorts of little tweaks and balances they've done to it. Um, they've now got hybrid classes, which is really smart, because one of the core things in the game was you have a husband and wife who rule a tower or whatever, and they have children, and the children take on these different traits, and they'll have a class. So now, if you put like an alchemist and a hunter together, yeah, their kids will be trick shots who are alchemists. They're hunters that fire like um, alchemy bullets. Yeah, they fire bullets with arrows with bombs on them. Oh, cool! So which is quite really handy to use yeah. that. Um, the one problem I've had on it is that hunters become very reliable. You kind of you kind of want a pack of hunters, and then you want the others to deal with certain other things. But you mostly want hunters. I found. Because they're long range attackers, they've got nice damage and stuff like that, they can stealth. I think they're kind of a bit overpowered. Yeah. Or maybe they play really well and the others aren't quite powerful enough. Um, apparently, alchemists get ridiculously powerful towards the end game, though. Ah, which, so, it's like, so you invest. Yeah, so maybe alchemists start off a bit weak, but they get stronger. But um, hunters just. They seem to be the thing. You can literally run through the game with just five hunters. But it gets to the point then when you've applied so many hunters to your castles and stuff as regents, because that's all you had, you're now only getting hunters as the children. Did so you not like? Could you not have four hunters and an alchemist? Yeah, you can try that. But when you have regents, they, could, they don't, can't go into battle anymore. And when you have to assign a new regent to a tower, mm. you haven't got any other classes other but than hunter by that point. they stuff into existence. Yeah. But yeah. if you put two hunters together, you're only going to get hunters from it. Yeah, if, if you, you put, put an alchemist, 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 you get a trick shot. You get a trick shot and a hunter. Um, you probably get a hunter. It'll or, be, a, or a tricky hunter. Yeah, but it'll be like the classes tend to default back to their original ones sometimes. But How far into the future? Like, Does this have years, I'm guessing? Yeah, it takes 300 it? years in the game. Okay, um, yeah. and does that lead up to 1970? Because that's no, no, when. No, no, no. It's, it's in the fantasy world. Okay, so it doesn't get to the point where they give you a contraceptive pill that actually makes your babies. Born with birth defects. No, no, they can have okay. defects. They, they can, can have it. defects. They can be born with problems, bad eyesight, and stuff like that. Oh, like so they can't be born with like three arms. Yeah, 
<laughs> no, not with three arms, no. no. They, need but, um, a, they need to throw in a microwave machine. There is, like... It's a really nice game, but I still think it needs a bit more balancing out as it goes along. Um, more Jack Black? Less Jack Black? Jack Black's not in it. What? Well, he's in Broken Age. Jack Black's in Broken Age. What? Jack Black's in Broken Age. What's Broken? Broken Age. Goosebumps? Point and click adventure. Goosebumps? No, he's in the Goosebumps film. There's a Goosebumps film coming out this what? year. What? Yes. Oh my god, no. No, with Jack Black playing R.L. Stein. And he's of a Broken Age? No, Broken Age is a game. What? Anyway. Wait. You brought up Jack Black. Why did you bring up Jack Black? I don't know. Anyway. Tim, Tim Schafer. Massive Chalice is out now. Tim Schafer. It's fully complete. Tim Schafer didn't work on Massive Chalice. Oh. It was Brad Muir. Double fine? Brad Muir. Double fine? Yeah, it's double fine. Published. The, the, the publisher's so nice they named it twice? Yeah. No, they named it once. <laughs> it's double fine! Double, double fine. Hot dogs! But it's a great game, and I think they should support it. I think this is the sort of thing that could benefit from like extra download content you know maybe a new class because they did have a fourth class planned originally but that got cancelled you know maybe just the odd thing here and there just to boost the game download content 20 pounds sold separately season pass available only less for half the time of the game no no season passes please especially when they cost as much as the game yeah that seems fucking ridiculous yeah oh, call was it? of duty batman narkham knight it's like 35 quid for the season pass call of duty duty <laughs> they've been doing it for five years because mm. it's ea started that wasn't it season yeah. passes um, but it's it's a decent game. It's all about legacies and passing things on. Like if your character gets to a certain strength, the weapon they have becomes like a legacy weapon that gets passed down the bloodline. Yeah. And it gains experience and gets stronger. We've got a lot of themes of blood in this episode. But um, it's a really good game. Buy it. Buy it. Buy it. Fodis. Do you want to read this joke that I made on Twitter? Uh, you read it quietly first, and I'll read it out loud. Yeah. Oh god, this. What do you say now? Oh, that thing. Did you did you read my response? Yeah. Science dizzle faux experimentizzle. <laughs> so you don't want to laugh at it, but you know it's funny. That's mm. Okay, anyway, so my last review... I did a joke the other day. Everyone needs to learn my jokes. Okay, go for it. Okay. Um, what would you call the king of a jungle if he was very agreeable with you? Shao Kahn. No, Leo say yes. <laughs> yeah! I like that. I'm great at those jokes. I like that. <laughs> that was a thing that I enjoyed. Right, that was my last review. Your last review, you pleb. My last review is going to be of a time I went to we New York City. We didn't stop at one hour. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't know. One. My last review is going to be about a trip I took to New York City. No, review a thing. <laughs> I don't want to skate from New York as you're... <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. How did you know? Because it's the only film okay. set in New York worth talking about other than this, Ghostbusters. This is kind of fun, so I'm going to do one more and then we'll, and then we'll go straight on. So... There I was, hanging out on a rooftop, when all of a sudden these four guys... What? These four guys caught me, and... Are you Goza from Ghostbusters? No, no. These four guys caught me taking pictures of them. They were a bit strange, and they seemed to have weapons. What? They liked pizza. Oh, the turtles. (laughs) She took photos of them when she was in the... Yeah, I was was referencing the new one. The new one, yeah, in the sewer she took photos of them. No, she's at the top of the the tower. She's taking pictures and then he takes his mask off. He's like... like, No, she follows them up there. Yeah, but she takes pictures of them on the roof. Yeah, yeah, there's all sorts. Yeah, that was an awful film. Mm. I'm hopeful for the second one, though. Yeah, because they got Rocksteady and Bebop. Yeah, Seamus is playing Rocksteady. Yeah, I hate Seamus. Oh, wait, no, I hate... That's why he's got the... No, I hate hate the the little one. What? Hornswoggle? The yeah, midget? I fucking hate Hornswoggle. 
After watching Leprechaun Rebirth. That's on Netflix, and I've been thinking about reviewing it, but I also don't want to watch it. It gave me a headache. I was yeah. trying so hard to keep paying What else attention. is on Netflix? What? The film written by Mr. Biffo, um, Pudsey the Dog, the movie. <laughs> Mr. Biffo from Digitizer fame years yeah. and years ago. I'm kind of tempted to review that. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't really. I wouldn't review something. I waste my time. Um, okay, I'm going to review The Witcher 3. It's a fantastic yeah. game. End of review. Never heard of it. You've never heard of The Witcher 3? Well, let me tell you about it. Gerald of Rivolt is a witcher, a man. Gerald. Gerald? Gerald. Gerald. As a witcher, a man bred to fight supernatural demons and monsters. He's medieval Batman. He. Yeah, kind of. He's got gadgets and shit and. No, he doesn't have gadgets, he's got well, magic powers and magic shit. Yeah. shit yeah. But, um, but yeah, he just basically goes around fighting spookies in a nice little touch. They give you the backstory that witches are bred to do this, so they're yeah. born, experimented on at a very young age, and then they're treated with this horrible this horrible attitude the whole of their life because people don't like them they think they're unnatural which technically they are but still they're just yeah. they're not not treated very nice just point out, if um, characters are throwing slurs at someone because of their magical abilities in a game it's not the same as sexism because magic doesn't exist yeah <laughs> and also women don't have the power to explode someone's brain with their mind yeah like if if like, who was it who did was it Michael Ironside yeah scanners <laughs> yeah We'll talk about Michael Ironside later. You see that scene in Scanners where the dude's head blew yeah. up? <laughs> uh, um, so yeah, and then, then I saved some villages. Basically, I'm a witcher. Yeah, we. I'm a witcher. The game. Yeah. So Witcher 3 is good. It looks nice. Um, and it's on the Xbox One. Xbone. And PS4 and PC. Yeah. Yeah, they did a high def texture pack for PC after people were. I think they should have. They probably wanted to release it earlier, but mm. um, people were complaining that the PC version looked downgraded from what they originally showed. It oh. does look a bit. If you watch directly from the trailer they showed at E3 last year to yeah. what it is now, there is definitely a visual drop. But games published developers need to learn to stop showing us their friggin' yeah tech demos. It's <laughs> and also I think that people do need to take everything with a pinch mm. of salt. They need to learn that. Uh, £2,000 rig for creating a game and a game engine is going to perform better than your mm. £500 PC at home or your I £400 think they should console. take to showing you how the games actually look in development because they usually look a lot worse than they do yeah. when they come out because then people go oh that looks better yeah they don't dust stuff until after they've made it yeah yeah. Um, but yeah it's quite a good game um, I, there's loads of technical hiccups that I don't like, but they're technical they're hiccups. all sorts out of that, though, aren't yeah, they? Yeah, they exist on all the versions of that game, so I, I'm yeah. not feeling like I'm... Well, Witcher 2 wasn't exactly the smoothest made game ever. <laughs> yeah, but Witcher 2, I was less frustrated with combat than yeah. Witcher 3. Witcher 3, it seems to be that um, combat, every time you try and attack something, if you don't have your sword drawn, normally it automatically draws, but sometimes it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it'll pull out your steel sword, but then it'll change its mind that you've actually got to be using the silver one because it's a monster, so it puts the steel sword back and pulls out the silver one. And by that time, it's, you're dead. <laughs> sometimes you won't dodge in time. Other times you'll be attacked by beasts that have unfairly high damage. But you've got to be careful where you wander, haven't you? Yeah. Apparently the map's huge on it. It is pretty big. Yeah. yeah. I want to play fun. it, but... Having fun. I don't want to pay 50 quid for a PC game, which is how much they're charging I, on good I old games, isn't it? I got lucky on eBay. £33 I got it for nice. the Xbox One. I got a limited edition as well. Mm. Yeah, so pretty decent. Um, but yeah, I'd really recommend it. I, I I enjoy it. I enjoy a lot of RPGs, though. I just I wish there was less dialogue. I, I think they all feel like they've got this self-importance now. They want to do the Bioware thing, don't yeah. they? And all have the stories. and. But it's just not necessary. Yeah, you don't need to have more... Don't always need... More choices are great and everything that builds into it, but when you're building a story and all this sort of stuff, you don't need dialogue to go Look on and on and on. Silent yeah. protagonist. 
got talked to. And by the end of that, I felt like I was fucking gonna. I felt like I felt like Bruce Willis at the end of Die Hard. <laughs> I felt like I was going up against insurmountable odds. Yeah. and it was really fun. But they've all become obsessed with the same dialogue tree systems that Bioware do. Look at Batman. What was that in fucking Batman? Was it? Yeah, you remember you had like choices for dialogue in Batman. Oh, there's only a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Fucking Batman. Yeah. Just don't have him say anything. He doesn't need to. He's a scientist and a detective and a superhero. He just needs to grunt. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred, I need my suit. All right, sir. No other words need saying. Don't worry. I'll send down the Lamborghini. Mm. I'll send down the Lambo. <laughs> Do you want the, the porker? Yeah. The Porsche. 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 Um, Have we yeah. ever mentioned how the um, Dark Knight Rises is a pile of shit? <laughs> no, but I think people know that. Yeah. Anyway, Witcher yeah, 3. I'll get the Lamborghini. Is Witcher 3 worthy of a uh, Ryan Reynolds? I'm just picking a random name out here. Is it um, Stephen Amell? I actually hold him in high regard. Yeah, um, he wants to do a wrestling match. Apparently. Yeah, yeah, I heard. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Rumours him he versus against, Stardust at yeah. um, SummerSlam. Yeah, I heard about that. I think that would be dangerous because he's in better condition than a lot of wrestlers are. Yeah, he's actually <laughs> he actually trains to hit people. Yeah, uh, I would I would give it a um, I'd give it a David Cordry. Mm. I like the guy. I mean, he's funny. Not for everyone. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think any games for everyone. I think that it's got its audience, and if you like it or you like the look of it, you'll probably have it by now. End of review. I don't have it by now, but then again, I couldn't get on with the second one. So, how can we be lovers if we can't? Do you know what I do like the look of? Yeah, Fallout Four. Can we can we have that now? Should we ever talk about Fallout Four real quick? Um, there's a dog in it. Everyone's going crazy about that, but I'm more concerned with it being Fallout Four and having environments that don't all look like. They're just broken. Like that little town that you see in one bit where it's got the spotlight. It looks all noirish. Yeah. I like the look at that. That kind of looked like um, Rage a little bit, that town. I really liked Rage. Yeah, I need to finish that one day. It's it's, uh, it's a tough game. It's solid as hell. I love it. How great looks... does it look, though? It looks better yeah. than some games that are out now. It was the first game when I got my... Um, when I finally got myself a gaming PC and I switched it on and I was like, this is the frame rate's barely moving, but I'm loving this. Oh, look right. at this. And yeah. then I got a new graphics card and it's silky smooth now. Xbox 360... Plugged that in for the first time. I was like, "This can do this." Yeah, because you had that first level with the little gimps after yeah. you in the in the tunnel, and as they came across the light, the light shifted, mm. and I thought, "Oh, that's got to be scripted." Played it another time, and it changes the direction. I'm hoping Fallout Four's taken some influence from them and given you a bit of a faster, more speedier combat system, something that makes a bit more sense than Fallout Three's. I, I kind of hope that they. Uh, they, keep VATS, though. Yeah, keep VATS, but have a point-and-click system for PC and develop a slightly different system for Xbox and stuff. You to see what it's like. Because I'd like it if they took... For PC, I understand the point-and-click and the way that it works. That's how it has to work. Hmm. But for like the Xbox One and the PS4, maybe just make it a bit but more modern. Chuck an idea out there. Yeah. Throw um, Fire Access the license and let them make a new Fallout Tactics based around XCOM-style gameplay. I want that. But we don't even know if the new game's bad for us to want a different game. I just, no, Fallout 4 will be good. It's the best. But, like, XCOM 2 is coming out Do you remember Fallout Brotherhood of Steel? Yeah. I like that game. Yeah, it was at the PS2 one, wasn't it? Yeah, PS2 and Xbox yeah. One. Yeah. Well, the original Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> it, was like anyway. da- it was like Diablo. Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. I really liked it. Anyway. That's our podcast done this week. I'm gonna. I'm gonna try and. I'll probably get this posted on Sunday. What should we have as art? <laughs> should we have like? Should we sing a little bit? Do you want to sing? No, I'm not gonna sing. No. There used to be. A... No, I'm not gonna sing "Kiss from a Rose." You can't lure me. There. You. 
My power, my pleasure, my pain, baby. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. We should do this more often. I'm not singing. I'm having so much fun, damn it. Anyway. Right, fine. Smell you later. Bye, guys. Bye.